Yo, what's good? It's your boy SB Reports. This is the Zary Burnish Report, unofficial official podcast of Falcon Twitter of your one in four, your one in four, <laughs> fourth in the NFC South, Atlanta one Falcons. Four gang. <laughs> one in four gang. We have our, our usual host, uh, Gift Queen at Lethal Saint underscore. We have a special guest from the one in four gang, uh, Colts uh, aficionado, Colts super fan. Marcus underscore Sniffles has joined us this evening. What's going? What's going on, y'all? How's this? How's your mock drafts looking for next year? Yeah, I haven't even started that shit. The mock draft I saw had us getting Nick Bosa, so I feel pretty good. Well, we have a lot of fans that want to that want to tank for Nick Bosa. So somebody somebody called him Vic Beasley light earlier today, so I'm very confused. (laughs) Can I say that I'm happy to be here? And I'm here for two things. I'm here to get my props. And I'm here to expose one of you two on this podcast. Probably me. Yes. Oh, guess right. <laughs> right. Yo, you're gonna get exposed. You're gonna be put on the summer jam screen. Well, she already Man. got ex- she already got exposed for not finishing Naruto yet. So, and fuck you, KJ. I say Naruto just how I say it on a TV show. Sorry, excuse my language, guys. But yes, <laughs> Naruto's the goat. And shout out to the Hidden Leaf. But let, let's let's get in, get into some things. I know a uh, gift queen has some church announcements she wanted to do real quick before we started. So, yep, yep, church announcement in this. Bitch. Even though she's a heathen and doesn't go to church, but whatever. Okay, I like watch church online. Wow, <laughs> it's like half the battle, right? Okay, Anyways, yes. Miss Slim Bella is on an episode of the committee podcast that is with South Breeze and Marcus. Drops every Monday. Y'all need to go check that out. We can't have everyone on this um, podcast. There's like not enough games in a season for that. So if you do want to be on this podcast, you need to download an app called Anchor. Find the committee podcast on that app. Click message and you can literally record anything you want to us. And we can respond on this show and try to figure out how to put it in the show possibly but we can definitely respond to you guys through that so do that and i just want to say i was telling breeze last week like freaking out kind of because dead ass at the beginning of this whole shit when he asked me hey do you want to do a podcast i swear i thought like 10 people were just gonna tune in every week and we hit almost 400 people on soundcloud alone last week so i'm very appreciative of all the new listeners and for everyone who stuck with us this entire time okay that's all i wanted to say now let's get into the bullshit all right so yes you're you're in my atlanta falcons all right abysmal abysmal one and four uh I, i can't honestly say i saw us being here uh with the the squad that we have and uh that's that's about it it's I'm not saying the tank. I know uh, the Don, he's not here today. He uh, tried to ex- expose me on Twitter saying that I want the team to tank. I was kind of joking, but there's a lot of fans that are that are on this tank way. There's there's really no safe way to tank in football. Like it's too much on the line for, for players to go out there and give their all to not try to win. But at the same time, you know, if, if we lose another game, barring some sort of miracle we had no shot to make it to the playoffs and that's just stats. That's just how I feel. I mean, again, we don't have a super hard schedule. We got the Bucks, Giants, Redskins, and Browns, but we could easily go out there and lose to the Bucks next week. Like that's, that's not out of the realm of possibility. So 
I mean, I, I haven't looked at mock drafts yet. I've thought about it strongly, and I probably will be doing that soon. So what are your thoughts, Skiff? I know you have a lot of hot takes, so. Man, this shit. I don't even know what to say. Like, I didn't think we would get beat this bad by the Steelers, but we did. I, our defense is just, is just fucking garbage. Like, it should not take four people being out for this to happen. Like, not one player should be out and the defense just tank this bad. It doesn't make any sense. Like, some idiot was like, but they're key players. Though. Yes, you dumbass. Of course, they're key players. But still, like, that's no excuse for the defense to have no communication for this. There just be a giant fucking hole that that one fucking dude that's not, um, what's his name, Bell, that could just slide through like butter, like, like. Our defense, our defensive line is fucking Crisco. No, John, like that should not happen. No, no, no. We're we're lucky it wasn't Le'Veon Bell. It was uh, uh James Conner no, and John that's, Conner. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but even then, like, how did how do we let this guy that's not that's not Bell do this to us? Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. None of y'all, y'all just don't know how to fucking communicate. Duke Riley, how did you let? that happened your back was turned to the man the whole time when he scored when he fucking got 30 yards and then you just set you just set him up to score i mean clearly we'd have lost anyway because what it was 40 something to 17 but god damn like you suck point blank period you fucking suck and you need to go that's all i got for right now wow shout out to duke riley uh shout out to Shout out to James Conner. He's he's my fantasy running back right now. So he's he's doing me. He's actually been playing poorly until the Falcons game. So I appreciate that from him. Um actually, you know, it's looking at this Falcon season, it looks very similar to the Colts season right now. Outside of this last game with the Steelers, the Falcons have been in every game, right? They've they're one or two plays away from being undefeated, right? Is, yep. is, that, is that is that fair to say? Outside of the outside of even with the Philly game, yeah, we we probably could have won. Yeah, I mean, like one, one one or two plays go your way, then you you guys are probably four and one instead of one and four. And you could say the same thing about the Colts this year, outside of the New England game. Outside of that game, you one or two plays go the opposite way. We're four and one right now, and feeling really good about our team. Our team has also had a lot of injuries. We we just put on another lineman on IR. Y'all have gone through hella injuries, so there's another similarity. I believe it was the the Don was saying either last last episode or the episode before he was talking about how you know one game the offense plays great and then the next week the defense plays great, but it's never the same time. And the Colts have that same issue where the offense will play great one game and the defense just doesn't have it, or the defense will shut a team down and the offense just can't score. And it's it, it, if I was a Falcons fan, honestly, I, I would be very frustrated because I would feel like my window was closed at this point. Because when you one and four, statistically, probably not gonna make the Super Bowl, not gonna make the playoffs, not gonna not gonna do anything. You're just gonna probably scrape up scrape up a, a few more wins because you have a top ten quarterback, a top two receiver. You'll probably get to seven or eight wins just because of those two, but. I, a, this is a disappointing start. Like I, I thought the Falcons were honestly Super Bowl contenders 
I thought it would be them and the Rams, but you know the the Falcons just got hit with the injury bug, and when that when that injury bug hits you, it's like you, you might as well just throw that season out. Man. Yeah, because we we can get uh Deion Jones back, uh, I think by the Saints game for Thanksgiving, but I mean if we're still two or three games below five hundred, like there's no point in rushing back. Just I get it, but if you're looking at the bigger picture in the future, there's no reason to have him come back before he needs to. Just let him let him rehab, get ready for next season. Hopefully the rest of the guys are get healed up and you know, just uh stay as safe as possible, maybe work out some wrinkles, learn some new plays, get some younger guys some experience like we had been and Matt, have some pride. Matt Ryan got sacked six times against Pittsburgh. Matt, like, dude, fucking O line. What the hell? What were they doing? I don't understand. I can tell you what they weren't doing. That was blocking. <laughs> that, that's that's what yeah. wasn't happening. As a coach, like, I feel your pain. I feel that pain of getting your quarterback getting sacked six times, getting hit ten times. It's, it's ridiculous. It's a frustrating thing. And I tweeted. like I tweeted it once, and I kept retweeting it. Like, oh, look, he got sacked again. And again. And again. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Were they doing? When did you and check it? Was, out it it wasn't Jake. Out? It wasn't Jake. Nothing happened on Jake's side. It was fucking Ryan, whatever his name is, last Traitor. name is. Mm. Him. Like, what What the hell? Like, is he injured? Because, uh, what's his name? Falk fan said he thinks he might have an injury or something. I don't, I don't fucking know. All I know is he was a fucking failure all night. The whole O-line was in general, because Matt had 0.265 seconds to pass the ball. Every play, every play from start to finish. People are like, Matt, Matt, why why are you overthrowing the ball? Matt, why are you doing this? Matt, why are you doing that? Are y'all not watching the fucking game? As soon as it snaps, someone's coming to sack him. As soon as it he snaps the ball, the O-line literally crushes in towards him. Why, why don't y'all pay attention? It's not Matt cannot play defense. This game was the defensive's fault and the O line's fault. O line was collapsing. Defense was pure garbage. Point blank period. Matt Ryan had nothing to do with that. And if, if you get sacked six times by a three hundred pound, three hundred plus pound man, uh, you wouldn't be throwing that well either. After that, like. Hello, wake up, people. Stop being stupid. I'm tired of y'all making stupid, stupid comments. Just just stop. Matt can't well, do everything. Well, on the stupid comments, and I, this, there was one play where uh, Devontae Freeman didn't do his greatest pass blocking. The finesse. But, well, no, but again, first and foremost, the, the Tevin Coleman hive, and I and I hate that I even have to bring this up because I sound like I'm, I'm I'm fueling this fire, but they've been pretty silent the last couple weeks because he hasn't been doing great. You know, he has one good 100-yard game, and, That's you it. know, Falcons fans go crazy, but he's been kind of silent since. I saw people like, oh, Devontae Freeman's back to not blocking, blah, 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 blah. Mind you, when Tevin Coleman missed a pass protection, I didn't see no tweets come out. I ain't seen that once we come out. I did. Blocks. Like it, it was to the point where they had Edo Smith on third down a, a couple times, which I saw. And again, shout out to Falk fan. He he posted a tweet. I, I didn't save it, but he he said that Devontae Freeman did good pass block. It's just the stigma that he has. And also Tevin Coleman High. I saw somebody tweet, uh, 
Oh, you know what? You know what? Tribbles is supposed to be on the podcast tonight, and I wish she was. I want to talk to her about this tweet. She said, I think I'm good on free. Tico and Ito can hold it down. Oh, yes, God. Ito Smith has been great. He's been great, you know, as a rookie run the ball. But the numbers are telling me a different story. So every, Tevin Coleman that everybody wants had, had seven rushes. Devontae Freeman had eight. Tevin Coleman had 15 yards, averaging 2.1 yards a carry. Devontae Freeman, on one more carry, had 32 yards, averaging four yards a carry, and his longest run was 20 yards, and Coleman's longest run was eight. So please, guys, well, I get yeah. it. I get it, but come on, Doc. I'll try to I'll try to defend Triple's tweet as far as, like, picking – or not picking Freeman over the other two guys. You got to think that what uh, Edo Smith is – he's on his it's, rookie deal. It's not coming – I, I know what you're about to say. I've said this, too. It's not coming from that, from that view. It's coming from that, oh – Freeman's not good or Coleman's better, which is well. The thing is, was not the case. Was Freeman the the best ability is availability, and he misses a lot of games. I'm not I'm not going to call him injury prone just because you know the NFL it's a violent game. Like people get hurt. Like that's that's part of the business. And this is why I call him the finesse lord because he gets paid a lot of money. He gets paid like top five running back money. But if you look at his the amount of carries he gets mixed with the amount of games that he misses. That's that's my dream, honestly, to get paid to do nothing, really. Like, he's he's only played, what, two games this year? He's had about, what, less than 20 carries on the season? Like, if you could if you could find someone that's willing to trade for him and get you a second or third round pick for that guy, I'd I, take I, that. I, I, would I would, too, take but I'm saying that's not where she was coming from. She's coming from Washington, and this is my observation, because, again, had we won, I don't think we're getting those same tweets, because Edo Smith only had – Three carries for five yards, averaging one point seven yards per carry. So I don't, I don't know what she was trying to hold down with the other I mean, two. Other two the other two guys compare, com, combining for less than what Freeman had by himself. You know, the O line gets a little bit healthier. You know, you turn average backs into better backs. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean, but Free, Free, Free's doing this behind that same. Yeah, line. I'm not. I'm, if, but Freeman is a top. He's probably a top, top ten running back in the league. He's really good. Like I'm not trying to shit on him, but. If you can get some value for him right now before he starts breaking down even more, I mean, that would be a good time to do it. It would, but again, that's not the point I was making. Also, we had Josh on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and I don't know if Josh is trying to be like, uh, I don't want to say he, I don't know if Josh is serious all the time, but Josh, you have responsibility as a Falcons fan with your following to not just tweet out wild stuff, bro. Like, this man tweeted the two games that Free played in the office didn't put up thirty points. Zero, zero correlation. <laughs> zero, I, zero correlation, guy. Come on, man. Like that doesn't even make that doesn't even make any sense, Doc. Like, what 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 are we trying to say? Are we trying to say that Freeman makes the defense not tackle people, or Freeman causes offense linemen not to block people? Is that what we're saying? Because that's what it sounds like we're saying. But again, I I take it in jest. But that because he's just out. putting out the putting out the facts. You need it. Those, those, those are those are what we call Whatever. alternative alternative facts. You put, you put the facts out there. And you let the Falcons fans do with it what they will. Oh man, so yeah, just just stuff like that, man. We got we got to chill, man. We we got to chill. Um, yes. Then we have other fans. You know, this is we we've we've, we've kind of skated into the portion where I read uh, Falcons tweets. We got guys wanting to fire Marquand Manuel, the defense coordinator. 
Uh, Adonis Johnson at Cozy Tape said, I'd be shocked if Dan Quinn makes it the season. Wow. I actually saw I actually saw a Falcoholics post about that. I'm like, I'm mad that even has to be a post, guys. I, I get it. Y'all are disappointed. We had big expectations. But re- remember the Mike Smith years where we could never get out the field on third down ever, <laughs> no matter what situation? I've, se- I've seen games where it's been like multiple third and longs. Like third and long is like 15. And the, the offense will get like 16 yards consistently. Like y'all don't want to go back to that. I, I know you guys are irrational, especially after we lose, but we, we so gotta we keep it we, so we gotta keep it in the tuck, man. Just just relax. Gotta relax. So nobody cares about injuries though. Like you think a new coach is gonna change these injuries? Like these these players get hurt. Having a better coach or not even a better coach, just a different coach, it's not gonna change the fact that what three defensive starters are on IR or something close to it? Like have, yeah. what's firing the coach is gonna do what? Also, signing one safety is not going to change that. People were still on this uh, Richards yeah. kick, like, oh, we should have signed this guy. He, you know, we had safeties available. I'm like, I get it, but we needed a D tackle because Grady Jarrett didn't play last week. We Both our safeties are out. Yeah. We don't so, have any money, y'all. So we, we, we have zero, zero dollars. And we have all these guys on the field getting paid hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars to do this shit. It's hella annoying. Like I tweeted, listen, Dan Quinn said next man up, this is what he got. It's fucking embarrassing and ridiculous. These guys get paid all this money to just do this, to have us be fucking embarrassed, have me turn off my TV for the second time this year, which has never happened in the history of my fandom, but I just had to, I, I couldn't. Y'all get paid too much money to fucking do this. Just embarrass us. I need y'all to get it together next week. But of course we still have Duke Riley on the field. So I don't know how how far this is gonna go. Can, can we cut him now? Like what's the <laughs> procedure? Like get Josh out there. At least Josh is like, Josh is pretty big. You know, I heard he's muscular and all that stuff. So I, I think Josh can, I think Josh can do it. You don't even have to pay him a hundred thousand dollars. Just give him ten k and let him be on his way. I, I guarantee like, it'll be turned around. I just feel like if you and like Duke Riley just met up and just hung out and he showed you some of his dancing, I'm not, I'm not hanging out cool. with a failure. I'm not hanging out with someone <laughs> that spent a whole off season pushing trucks, running through the sand pulling trucks, parachutes, all this crap just to come up and miss tackles. All the tackles, almost every tackle. Same guy who can't even cut right. Like the guy's going this way, you can't pivot your foot and then follow him. Like it's not difficult. It's not rocket science. You know what I'm saying? Like the rest of us are like, uh, hey, and the guy's like five feet away and then you still miss the tackle or can't catch up with him but like but you're dancing queen during training camp queen queen is his millie rock sturdy though i don't i don't think so wow from what i've seen it doesn't look bad like you know you're you're not obj you got the same hair color (laughs) and the similar style but but you're not him 
Hell, he's barely him these days. Like he just got his first touchdown. But that's not that's besides. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's not do. Let's not. And talk and and guys. they're both from Louisiana, so there you go. Some trivia. But I mean, again, Duke at this point, Trash. I think Duke is more of a guy that is not suited to be a starter in the league. He's not and I think to he's be in the league. No, he could be. He can be nope. a backup. We got to have quality backups. No, nope. nope. I mean, he can go to the the CFL, Canadian Football League. Yep, sit him there. We don't need him. I don't know. I I, I need to look up some old tweets. I wonder if people were this angry when we had Joplo Bartu and uh oh what's the what's that white guy's name? He went to the I think he went to the the Lions. You talk about um um uh the housewives of Atlanta. Her no, husband. No, 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 no. What's his name? Croy. Croy Beerman, not Beerman. Uh, Joplo Bartu and uh, the other white line, whatever. He had a. He always led the team in tackles, but he was terrible in coverage. I can't remember his name to save my well, life. But crap, Duke ain't leading the team in tackles, so that yeah, he's probably leading the team in missed tackles, which is yes, not, not good at all. Someone told me he had like 116 missed tackles. That you know what? <laughs> Get the bat here. Get the bat here. But but nah, so some more tweets that I saw. One first aid dose. Hey, I think his name is Aiden. This dude tweeted out Edo Smith may be our best back right now, to be honest. Edo Smith, who had three carries for five yards. Averaging 1.7 yards per carry. I can't I can't make this up, guys. Like I don't know what, what football you guys are watching, but damn Nard at Nard Bell, he was flaming the Falcons. He said so Julio is wide receiver version of Drew Brees. I'm like, eh. The thing is, Drew Brees gets touchdowns, and right now Julio has not. So I think he's talking about padding. more of this stat padding. And you know what? As a fantasy owner of Julio Jones, I have no complaints by the stat padding, but also being the owner of Two other Falcons on my offense. My team clearly didn't win this week. So, yeah, I, I go as the Falcons go. We play good, I win. If we don't, I lose. So, a lot of people are still on this whole Julio needs to score a touchdown wave. It's just more lazy, lazy, lazy media work. So, I, they get paid $1,000 to just run the same stories over and over again. I don't care. Julio doesn't care. If we're winning, nobody cares. It It is what it is. So. It is, it is it's it's a very you know team friendly thing to say, and I, I I actually saw I saw a video on how they're covering Julio in, in the red zone. Apparently, they're putting like three or four people around him. Yes, and that's that's why he's not able to score. But I would also like to get my props on that because when I was on this podcast for the post draft, we were talking about Calvin Ridley, and I said because of that, because Julio demands so much attention because Devontae Freeman is a, a receiving threat out of the backfield, that Calvin Ridley would have 10 or 8 to 10 touchdowns this year. So far, he has six in, what, five games? So I would like my props for that. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes, I shouted you out like two episodes ago. Yeah. Episodes ago so I did it. But I do think Julio needs like, – I understand that Julio is getting like quadruple covered sometimes, but it's not like that. It, it – I'm – it can't be that every play. And even if it is, you have to be able to scheme a way to get your best player open in the end zone. Like, that's just part of the game. That's part of being a good offensive coordinator. Like, you got to have a money play for your money guys. Yeah, you should. But here's here's the problem with that. 
it's it's a double-edged sword because earlier in the season, I believe game one, they were getting mad because they're trying to feed Julio the ball too much. Yep. So it's like you get you feeding the ball too much, like, oh well, there's other guys in the field. Oh, spread the ball out. You spread the ball out. Oh, well, Julio needs to score in the red zone. Julio needs touchdowns. It's like you can't please the fans. Well, the, well that's trying to, try to please, please Falcon fans is impossible, to be honest. Okay, but nobody <laughs> asked you that question. <laughs> when you look at the first game, like they were feeding Julio like up and down the field, but once they got in the red zone, they couldn't get him the ball. Like once he gets in the red zone, he's well, down. but you got to look at it as well as we try to run the ball in the red zone too. So that that's part of it. Yep. Which I I would prefer to do either way because it's it's a safer safer move in my opinion. There's too many things that can happen once the ball leaves your hands, uh, i.e. Uh, Blake Bortles. So <laughs> the, the ball leaves his hands. It might go off a live his head. It might go directly to the dirt. Like who knows what's gonna happen? I, I will retweet that video every time I see it. Right. Like yeah, shout, shout out to Jalen Scamsey. I'm sure he's somewhere drafting mean tweets about his <laughs> team. But uh but uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean we've all played Madden here, right? We all have we all have a money play, like a play like, hey, I need this first down or I need to K- KJ KJ doesn't because he's fucking trash. <laughs> yes, KJ. Yeah. I will I will expose you. KJ has no money plays. He cheated the first game, not playing by the rules. I shut him down. <laughs> Second game, he didn't score a single touchdown the entire game. So wow. you so. try to cheese run money plays. I'm going to run verticals and cross routes the whole game. Get that that eighth grade trash out of my face. I'm a Madden veteran. Yikes. I'm a legend. Yikes. You respect your OG. Go check out the YouTube yeah. video. I beat the brakes off you. You you studied and mowed lawns all summertime to scrape up $60 just to get your ass handed to you by a guy that's played Madden all of three times this year. So get back to the drawing board, young man. But yes, back to the Falcons. Yes, we've all played Madden. Yeah, like I'm saying, everybody has a money play. And when you have a top two, top three wide receiver at that size, with that speed, with that leaping ability, with that catch radius, you've got to find ways to get him the ball in the end zone. Like, I understand Calvin Ridley's a good the red zone threat, but he's not Julio. They're not triple covering Julio every play. And even if they are, you got to find a way to get him, get him a look, something. Like him being, what, two for 21 in the red zone to Julio? Like, that's, that can't, it can't be that. It can't yeah, but that. that, but is that two for 21 on passing plays or just in the red zone period? Because again, we passing, do run the ball in the red passing zone. Passing attempts from like Matt Ryan to Julio, two for, two for 28, or not two for 28, like two for 21 or something like that. Like I get it, but it's there, you have to be able to scheme him open against coverages. Like you have to be able to put what four wide receivers to the left and put Julio on the right. Like you can't triple cover if you do that. That's that's basic stuff. Like that's Madden stuff right there. Anybody could do that. Crossing routes. Fade routes, back shoulder fades. Those are those plays are unstoppable. With well, at least Aaron Rodgers makes it look unstoppable with average to mediocre receivers. You got Julio Jones, throw a back shoulder fade. Uh, I don't want to hear about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers on, on this podcast. <laughs> are we gonna talk about Drew Brees at all? Um, yeah, we'll get to, we'll, yes. we'll get to that. We'll get to that right now. So if you guys weren't on Twitter, I know Falcons fans were. Oh, and I peeped this. So Drew Brees broke the passing record. I, I wrote a I wrote a quick story on BSO about it, and I exposed uh, fellow Falcons fans, including the Gift Queen and the homie. You had to put me in a whole article on the internet. Look, what if my mom sees that? 
Your mom don't be on B. Well, she might be on BSO. There's a lot of people. She'd be on that. Facebook. Uh, maybe. Anyways, so yeah, I put some tweets. Uh, who's the other homie was in there? Uh, Steve and Starkly Trust. Trust. I'm actually texting him right now. Shout out to him. But yeah, he broke the passing record. He uh, well, he broke Peyton Manning's record. And so I get it, man. You know, Falcons fans and Falcons players should just hate Saints players. But, you know, Vic Beasley being a, the gentleman uh, pass rusher he is, the nonviolent type. Wait, wait, wait. Get, get it to all the fans tweeting Breeze and being like, well, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I was get I was getting to that. But uh, yeah. So, okay, but that ties in that. So Vic Beasley decided to congratulate Drew Brees on breaking the record, which again, it's it's an important milestone. He broke a record. It's 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 big stuff. But as a rival, the Saints for the Falcons, I'm not mad at Vic Beasley for congratulating Drew Brees. It's just not a good look. Like it's just you got to know the layout. You got to know the temperature of your team. We're one and four. You're not you're not playing the greatest this season. You know you're not producing sacks. You're kind of producing pressures at some points, but th- this ain't the time. You got to sit this one out. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to chill. You you got to chill, dude. Fuck that. Listen, y'all remember last year when Duke Riley was like dick riding the Saints and how he got attacked for that? I don't know why Vic didn't learn that lesson. First of all, this is. We, we hate them. They hate us. Point blank, period. Like, did, you, did y'all see that? That whole back and forth? During their game, the Saints were playing. And all the Saints fans started attacking the Falcons fans while the Saints were playing. Why aren't y'all watching your game? Why are all y'all always worried about us? Like, stop searching for your stupid quarterback's name and then adding and attacking us especially while your team is in the middle of playing. Like, how fucking weird are y'all? Y'all get on my fucking nerves. Then, Vic, you got a lot of fucking nerve to be at in this man congratulating him. First of all, you know what's up. We hate them. They hate us. Point blank period. Two, you ain't done shit this entire season. Why don't you go work on trying to get Pass an offensive lineman instead of tweeting Drew Brees congratulations. Did any did any other player tweet him project fucking congratulations? No, just you. You ain't done shit. Are you trying to be a Saints player? Is that what you're telling us? Because we're kind of sick of you. We've been giving you chance after chance, but Ooh. no, we think Vic is gonna do well. He's gonna do fine this season. He's gonna come back. He's gonna come back and get more sacks after his injury. Oh, look, he bulked up. Oh yeah, go Vic, go Vic. And what have you done? Showed us your full entire ass by not doing shit. And then now you're tweeting Drew Brees. Wow. The hell is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? That's why your ass got flamed all last night. Literally, it was the most hilarious yeah, thing ever. So, I was supposed to go to bed, but y'all was cracking me the fuck up, roasting him. And guess what? Every time you don't get a sack, every time you fail this season, guess who's going to be in your mentions? Not me every time, because I don't got time for that. But most fans are going to be in your mentions about it. Doc, you're tra- go work on your craft. Look at us. We're one in four. We're one in four thanks to you because it's mostly the defense's fault. 
including you. Yes, someone said he had a sack on Breeze this season or whatever. Okay, that, that doesn't even matter. You're, you're one fucking sack, big whoop. Look at Tack. Tack is kicking ass. Tack understands the rivalry. Freeman understands. Hell, Roddy White really hated them people. Nobody else did. If it came from Matt Ryan or someone, then people would have respected it. But because it's you who ain't doing shit this season, we don't respect it. Just fucking fix yourself. Fix yourself and delete that tweet. Did he delete it? Do we know? Nah, I'm scrolling through his mentions right now. I haven't seen one positive thing come from it. And it really makes me wonder the, the psychology of a player because I, I know that he knows when he sent that tweet out what the reaction was going to be. And, and no matter who you are, especially with uh, athletes, celebrities, and I don't want to you know generalize, but that's got to affect you mentally. And, and Gif made the point, you know, maybe maybe he understands that his future is not in Atlanta. Like a, a lot of people and I'm, I kind of was slow to this, but just, you know, it seems like the writing's on the wall with uh, Mr. Beasley. And he could end up like former Falcon Curtis Lofton, who uh, played linebacker for us. And then he ended up on the Saints as well. So you never know. Maybe he's trying to make nice, you know, trying to find him uh, another home. And I hope it doesn't happen because I feel that, you know, maybe he gets around some different people or maybe they find a way to utilize his talent. And it, it would be it would be very unfortunate just projecting if in the future he ends up a saint and ends up second man. Right. Like that would be the ultimate. <laughs> That would be that I, I might get off Twitter. I might get off Twitter if that were to happen because it's just it that'd be like, like one of the most in the top 10 Falcons things happening. Like it just that's just what would happen. Like he leaves the Falcons place for the Saints and sacks Matt Ryan like four times. Fuck that. Especially. Remember when Hardy went to uh, the Seahawks, I think. I think he went to the Ooh. Seahawks after us. Not fucking Hardy. Sorry. Uh, what's his fucking name? What position? He was wide receiver and kick returner. Oh, oh you're talking about Devin Hester. Yes. When Hester went to the Seahawks and then we played them and then he fucking ransacked through yeah, us. Yeah, he definitely his kick almost took us to like, crib. Oh, my God. And we let him go. We let yeah, him he, go. Was a little, he was a little bit nicked up. But, yeah, we compared to what we have now with uh, your boy Justin Hardy, I'm, I'm still – I again – yeah, guys, I keep that same energy before the season. They're like, oh, weapons. Y'all saw these pictures of Hardy, Sanu, Ridley, and uh, Julio. Doc, I think I think Logan Paulson has more receptions than Justin Hardy. If, if we're going to keep it a buck, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And then his punt return skills, whatever you want to call it, are atrocious. Like, is that the best we have? Is that the best evaluation of special teams we have? Now, I did see fire. Uh, I can't. I saw Fire Keith Armstrong, and that, that might be legit because we've had, what, two punts blocked this season. It yeah. took you this long to figure out that uh, Marvin Hall was our legit kick returner. Right. And we can't do anything with punts except just either fill them or let them bounce into horrible field position. Like, Justin Hardy ain't it. I get it. He's gritty. He blocks. But if you you can find somebody else who can block it out and also catch the ball, catch passes. Like, when he comes on the field, like, he's 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 a non-factor. Like Nick Williams probably has okay, whatever. Like I'm sure Nick Williams when he was on the Falcons probably had more receptions or more looks than Justin Hardy, which I'm I don't understand it. Y'all speak him up as this great receiver. Uh, I got is. into it. 
I got into, no, he's not, man. I got to yes. earlier this year talking about, oh, he'd be a number two on somebody else's team. I 100% okay. do not believe that. I, I don't believe that. Because if you're good enough to be a number two on somebody else's team, you should not finish out the games with no targets, zero targets, well, zero targets. That's Sark, okay? He found Marvin Hall two targets. That was Sark, too. And Marvin Hall was behind him on the depth chart. So what what are we doing? I get it. I'm sure Jalen's going to hear this and tweet me like, oh, well, Marvin Hall has a, a, a skill set, which is, is speed. That's great. But y'all, y'all claim for Hardy to be this magnificent receiver. I, yes. I have yet, I've yet, okay, whatever. But yeah, Big Beasley, you you can't do that. You can't do that. You're grand, you're a grown man. Do whatever you want to, but Trash. it's just, it's just not. It's just very troubling, man. Just like yeah. this season, one and four. Kept your mouth shut. Stick to football. Come on, what? They're not, they're not. It is football talking about Drew Brees. Yeah, it is sticking to football technically. Playing football. Trying to get a sack. Trying I will to get say, your arms around. Be better than Brooks Reed. How about you try to do that? Because he ain't done that fair. so far. I, yeah, I don't so. have the same level of hatred towards the Saints because I'm a Colts fan, but I do have a level of hatred towards them because the reason they have a Super Bowl is because of my quarterback uh, throwing a pick six. In the ooh, Super Bowl. ooh. Someone said that. Some Patriots fan. What's your name? What's your name? Bleak. Superior, I think that's his name. He said that Saints fans should be lucky. You don't know why they're making all this noise with that stupid Saintriot shit that they pulled that one February in that one year that never happened. And they should be lucky they would have a ring because if it wasn't for Peyton Manning, he wouldn't. They wouldn't have a ring. That's what he said. Yeah, that was Peyton Manning's. Well, it was technically well, it was PR, PR Garcon because yeah, they hit the him in the head. in that game too, but Peyton. He, he'll always get a pass because, you know, Papa John or whatever. Uh, but it it's insane to think that Drew Brees, who a lot of people would probably consider like a stat pattern, yes. is, is the all-time leader in passing yards. But would anybody consider him a top 10 quarterback of all time? And I would say no, just because – do you think he's better than Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, no. Joe Montana, no. John Elway, Brett Favre, Warren Moon? Mm, John Elway, maybe. John, okay. Shut but, up, Breeze. Well, let me just read through something. Actually, you know what? I might I might be thinking of, my bad. I'm thinking of Troy Aikman. Never mind. Yeah, Troy Aikman. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. uh, Warren Moon, Kurt Warner, Dan Marino, Steve Young, Aaron Rodgers. Nope. Would you take Drew Brees over any of those quarterbacks? Nope. And it, 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 but he's the all-time leading passer. It's, but it's, don't it's forget, easy. you forgot a quarterback. Air Bud. Oh God. I take Air Bud over Drew Brees. Oh, now, oh, now you're just right. being mean. Not, yeah, now you're just being okay. Yeah. But it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's got Again, the what, but no what, one. What, what, I don't know. With the with the passing league thing, like it, it did benefit him, but others would argue it benefit everybody, every other quarterback. So, but I mean, when you're losing games, when you go seven and nine multiple seasons, you have to play from behind, or you're constantly having to score. I, you get more reps and stuff like that, and, you know, get more passing attempts, more yards. So, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, Vic Beasley's mentions were not pretty. There was not a single positive message in there. Like, 
and he didn't respond. I know he saw these notifications. Like he no, just yeah. like whatever. they yeah. they came immediately, like within seconds of him tweeting that. Losing. <laughs> yeah, so if you a good laugh, go through uh Big Beasley's mes- mentions. Like people are calling him a bust. There's Saints fans talking about respect you, come come to the Saints, all kinds of stuff. But wow. yeah. Wasn't did didn't Vic Beasley have like the big interception against the Saints last year? Was no, that, that was Deion De- Jones who was on the injured reserve. Okay. Another yeah. starting middle Debo, lineman. Yes. Debo always does well against the Saints. Like he saves our games, except for that one game last year where they did first and 40. That was fucking ridiculous. Also from Louisiana. But yep. yeah, it's I don't know. We we say we say that now, but then Vic Beasley will have like three sacks next week and be like, oh Vic is great. We love you, Vic. He's back. He's back. And then we'll be slandering somebody else. Who are we slandering this week? Uh, I think Alfred. Alfred was getting toasted a little bit. Was it Alfred's this Alfred's week to get fired yes. from the Falcons? Okay. So this week Alfred. it was Alfred. Alfred and Riley. Last week was uh true fun. Week before that was uh Vic. Falcons fans hate everybody but Julio. That's the only person that I've I've never seen a Falcons fan slander. Oh no, I've seen uh, there were tweets talking about trade him because Cal Ridley's better than him. And what I got the yeah. Oh my god, y'all y'all are out of control. Like Julio, Julio's not safe. Julio's not safe. No, nobody's safe. The coaches aren't safe. The players are safe. Like. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a wild that place. Madness. That is complete and utter madness that people would be like, get Julio the fuck out of here. <laughs> like what? Oh, yeah. It's really, yeah, it's, so it's real. I mean yeah. you can make a case for trading them though. Like the case nope. no, there there's nope. no case. you can make nope. a case. Mm, nope. What could you get for Julio nope. Jones, honestly? Not pick, no, probably. Not, not we need. Not we need, but <laughs> Let's let's get into the let's get into the Q and A because we've already discussed the draft. What draft? Oh, I didn't even think about that draft till week eight. Like week eight, if we're still one in, whatever the fuck the number will be, then I'll start talking about that. Until then, everybody just needs to stay calm. Well, as of right now, we would have the number five pick in the draft as of today. So. Telling Falcons fans to stay calm. You're on Twitter. You know what time it is with y'all. Stay I calm. I, I've slept since the game, so I'm like calmer than I was. And I went to Beer Fest. So, you know, I kind of mm. drank my sorrows and frustrations away. A heathen drinking beer doesn't doesn't surprise mm. me at all. On a weekday. Shut your mouth. Question number one <laughs> from Coach Mario. Injuries versus bad play. Should you expect the bad play? Where do you draw the line? I draw the line with uh, effort. As long as you're giving effort, man, I get it, man. You're a backup. You haven't got any reps. Because like I said, nobody ever expects that. Nobody expects the backups to get extended repetitions because your your idea is that you can have your best player in the game at all times. And I said this before the season, we were thin at middle linebacker because, again, if Debo, who's been pretty durable up until this season, got hurt, then we're in the situation we're in now. But, yeah, effort. Just keep giving effort, man. Like, again, if you're making mistakes, cool, fix it. But if you're continually to make the same mistakes and then quitting, uh, not being disciplined, that's that's one thing that I don't like as well, which, you know, goes with the effort. It kind of goes downhill together. But, yeah, I just want to see uh, just continued effort from the players. So, 
Next question. Where's the next question? Hold on. God damn it. All right. Oh, I got it. Well, this isn't really a question. This guy just said we never go after a big time free agent. The only one he recalled is Tony Gonzalez. To that, I say we ain't got no goddamn money to go after anybody right now. What do you think? I still think the Falcons should have made a play at Eric Reed. It was not going to change. That's not going to stop James Conner from running for Eric six, Reed is a really six thousand yards. Really good safety. Y'all could have got him for cheap. That that's great. But what happens next year when our starting safety comes back and we pay him all this money? Time for a one year deal. Like if you if you're gonna why would why would you how how long did you sign for in Carolina? Was it from one, one year? One year. Sign a one year minimal middle minimal contract. Like here's the thing. If you're if you sign Eric Reed, that's saying like, hey, we feel like we can, you know, keep the ship afloat until all our guys get back. And but our guys aren't getting back though. So yeah, I, I get not signing him for that reason, but if it's a thing where it's like, oh, we just don't sign him because we believe in our depth, then it's like, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, the only time you get the said. only time you get to test your depth is when you have to use it. So I mean, this might be an eye-opening experience for Dan Quinn as far as with the offseason or whatever program or four-point plan he has, which includes tackling, which we have yet to see. Tackling. Maybe this is a wake-up call for him. Maybe he's been reading the press clippings and believing himself too much and you know, his method, maybe this will give him a chance to really evaluate his method and say, hey, my method is not working. The guys behind the guys are clearly not ready to play. So it's this this could be a blessing in the side. And shit, I can't talk. A blessing in the sky is kind of like Julio Jones sitting out, giving Calvin Ridley the opportunity to get lots of reps in the preseason and in training camp. So this, this could be an eye-opening experience. You always got to find the positive, man. So uh, next question. Oh, also, our last big free agent signing was Alex Alex Mack. So, do you do you Google's? That, that was, was a great. That was a great one. Except, like, oh my god, signing. yo, man, he might be done though. Like, he got destroyed by Why? somebody this game. I was like, oh my god. Alex fans tweeted it out. Everybody was like, yo, people that actually watch the game, like, watch the trends and stuff. That's very troubling. That's very troubling to see our best offensive line get ran through like a hot knife through butter. So. Again. Maybe the Steelers players were on steroids and they needed to be tested. Next question. <laughs> I, I do your you sign you signed free agents. Alex it's Mack possible. Is one. It's possible. We signed Don Terry Poe last year. In like, NFL. Do you Why watch can't football? we bring like, Poe back? Next question. And Freeney. I miss Freeney. And DeMarco, I miss you so much. Stop being with your family and posting next pictures next question. of you and your kids my chicken, and come back my chicken, to me. My chicken is getting cold. Next question. Chicken is nasty. Okay. Next question comes from Sean8088. Okay. He has like five questions. One, do the he new players. Okay. I'm not going to even do this question because I don't even know who Quinn brought in. Like, whatever. And... Why keep trotting Duke out there if he keeps missing tackles? Dude is costing the team games. That is a great question. That's not a great question because obviously if, it is. if Duke is – No, no, it's not. It's, it's a terrible question because Duke is out there because he's the best that we have. 
No. Do you think that we would purposely? Do you think we would exactly? Do you think we would purposely try out Duke Riley if he had any of the options? And I might be wrong. Jalen might hit me up later and roast me, but I'm I'm pretty options. sure I'm pretty sure if Duke is out there, he's the best we have. I'm pulling up the depth chart uh, right now. That, you know why? Because I got two players that we have on our team that can actually make tackles. Two. That doesn't. We've seen it. That doesn't. We've seen it with our own eyes. Matt Bosher and Matt Bryant. They have both made more tackles than half of those players that get paid to tackle. Look it up. I've seen it. Y'all have seen it. Y'all can look at the stats. Both of them have made plenty of tackles, and they can replace him. Point blank. Period. Well, listed behind Duke Riley is Leroy Reynolds. So for whatever reason, they haven't felt comfortable uh, elevating Leroy Reynolds. Again, I'm not the super statistician guy. I don't feel like looking it up, but that's that's what we got. So that's well, why. Leroy Reynolds sounds like he steals. Uh, you know what? Next question. <laughs> please, please, please. Yes, doesn't it? Please, please. Okay. Next question. No, guys, please. tell me. Am I lying? People, comment. Hashtag. D B N R. Am I lying? Doesn't he sound like he steals? Oh, he's still from your grandma right now. Okay. Next question. Uh, it's not a question. Uh, Amber, aka Miss Wimsuit, aka Doctor Thotty, is out here. You know what? I, I saw. What? I saw that. Did y'all I see was, that? I saw I, it. I did. I know y'all I, saw it. What? I saw it. Um, the cheeks um, was out. <laughs> I'm, I'm praying. I'm praying for you. Okay, don't Dr. call Mark. human resources on I'm, me. I'm, I'm praying for you. I'm Dr. on like strike five thousand right now. Yes, continue. She said, "Fuck Duke Riley. That is all, bitch." Wait, she said something else that I wanted to read out loud that I put in the DMs. Hold on, hold on. They really do not like Duke so Riley out here. Like that's yes. clearly the best Fuck option they have. Uh, clearly not. Have you seen him? Okay. She also said, <clears throat> fuck Duke Riley. I hope that old bay gumbo necked bitch gets some voodoo vagina and falls off the planet. Again, like as I said earlier, I'll, I'll be praying for you. That's Ms. not a question. Miss Miss Doctor, next question. I know, question. I said it's what she said. <laughs> next, next, next question, please. Oh my God. Um, okay, this isn't a question. The GIF goat said, Duke is straight up trash. He's the main reason for it all. He couldn't fit into a jigsaw puzzle if his name was Hasbro. Bars. Bars. Oh. So I was like, Duke Flames. And that is all I have for the questions. Oh, Jalissa said, what are we going to do now? <laughs> Try to um, make it through the rest of the season. That's what we're right. going to try to do. Um, we're going to go get a lot of alcohol from Costco. And we're just going to start taking shots. Hold every on. play. Duke Raleigh is only in his second year? Yes, and yes. he missed multiple games last year. Okay, like, so he's, he's essentially a rookie. Okay, let's, let's He's not um, a rookie. He's a sophomore. And in his rookie season, he also failed to produce. So why he's back this season is a great question. I need to see how many games he played last year. 
How many games did he play last year? He was trash last year. He was trash in preseason, and yet he's still on the team. He played good last week. Come on, let's not do that. Let's last week? That. Okay. In the Saints game that I went to, I saw him make a few tackles. But overall, he's garbage. Garbage? Yes, the French say garbage. He's garbage. Okay. What what other questions we get? This this is spiraled out of control quickly. Has it? Has it really? Yes. Um. Uh, that's it. But I just want to say that Dream Chaser, um, what's his fucking name? Dream Chaser. Dream Chaser. Dream Chaser one two six has never seen the Dark Knight Rises. So y'all go attack him for that. Because you know how we played the Steelers? I tweeted that we needed this man, and I quoted a gift with Bane from, you know, when he went and he blew up the fucking Steelers field, whatever it's called, catch-up field, whatever the fuck their field is called. That, and he was like, no, we needed Thanos. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he was like, I've never seen that movie. And I'm like, you're a dumbass. So y'all should all go attack him for not ever seeing one of, like, the greatest movies in the world. Yeah, it's definitely not. That movie is highly overrated. Bane okay. is probably a terrible about movies, villain. So, because you have like terrible opinions, in I really, I really, I really don't. You really do. Is it, is it, is it time yet? Can we go ahead and uh, go to yes, the same screen since we're done? With yes, that? please, please, please expose her so I can. What did I do? Okay, so I, I see how a lot of Falcons fans are getting on to someone for a certain tweet I, I don't remember the guy's name he had deleted the tweet but he said adam kaplan yeah apparently he said like the falcons had the healthiest team they have no players on the ir and immediately after that i guess a bunch of people got hurt mm-hmm. and falcons fans are harassing him every time a player gets hurt and they are blaming him for the falcons injuries and he actually, he's actually blocked all the Falcons fans. So. Yes, he has. I don't, I don't know who's getting at him, but we we've all. I, I didn't even do anything. I caught a stray. Like I got blocked for. I've seen, I've seen a I got lot blocked for people. no reason. I've seen a lot of people go at him. He his block button is strong. His block hand is strong. But I'm just gonna let I'm letting Falcons fans know right now. You all are directing your energy at the wrong person. The person that you need to be upset about when it comes to all these Falcons players being injured is one underscore lethal saint. And I will explain why. That's not my name. I was matched up up against her in fantasy football earlier this season. And she said that if I lost, I had to tweet that I'm a Falcons fan and that my quarterback has a noodle arm or whatever. I had to do that for a week. I did that. And immediately after I did that, Falcons players started dropping like flies. So... Instead of blaming that innocent man, you need to blame Gift Queen. He's not for doing innocent. This is your fault. You need to take responsibility. For and you need to take responsibility for the for the injuries that have come upon come upon your team. This is your fault. You put a curse on them. Okay, nobody in Falcon Twitter is going to believe you. If you're new listening to this podcast and you attempt to wow. come at me for this shit, defensively, ask defensive. somebody who I am. Go look at my my previous tweets. Look me up since 2012 and ask somebody if you want to come for me. Take Just ask them. Take responsibility I'm for what ta- you did. 
they're gonna attack you for this because this everyone knows it's Adam Kaplan's fault with his bitch ass. It's on site for you, and it's on site for Kyle Shanahan. I feel day. like I feel like you hacked that guy and try to just trying to take the heat off of yourself. Why would I text some random guy? You hacked him so people would go to him instead of coming for you. You didn't want the smoke. Dude, I don't even do statistics Jesus on this podcast. Christ. Why would I do it well, on Twitter? His Twitter isn't even great. Fuck Adam Kaplan. Like, I don't even care no more. Yep. All day, uh, every day. Excuse my language. Um, but yeah, he's trash. <laughs> yeah, you're being me now. Ugh, the world of uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go repent while I eat my chicken. So, yep, that's all we got. Uh, shout out to Tribble. Shout out to... Fuck, I can't even think. I'm hungry. Jaylen. Shout out to Jalen. Um, Dawn. The Don. Be careful who, with that the, hurricane. The Don tweeted out some wild uh, Tevin Coleman hot takes, even though Tevin Coleman didn't do anything, but whatever. Uh, yeah, shout out everybody who listened to us last week. Again, like Gift said, we appreciate it. If you see us, Crazy. retweet it, tweet it out. Uh, share it you with know, your friends. Follow don't us. Don't share it with your mothers. because Well, don't follow Gift. Follow me because I don't I don't oh, talk about this time. Shout yeah. out to Josh for telling that girl that he only follows her because she has a fat that, ass. That tweet was offensive. We're not, I'm not. I'm not endorsing that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't, Josh. That was Josh. It was funny. Josh, what would your what would your mother say, Josh? <laughs> Josh come on, Josh. Well, listen. Now. When you come for us, you just gotta be prepared. Like that's it. She that's started it. Very unchristlike, but yeah. Appreciate y'all checking us out. You can follow me at SB Report Seven Zero Six. Uh, Marcus underscore Sniffles and Lethal Saint underscore. And we out. Catch y'all next week. Hopefully we can win. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully we get get to stay uh, One for gang. Gang, gang, gang. Gang, 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 gang. gang. All right, man. We out. Holla. Peace.